Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Kahn, joining you again for another Thursday in the NHL. Remember to like the show, subscribe to the channel, share it with some friends, plenty of other great content across Mayo Media Network to check out as well. Okay, let's get into a busy nine-game card in the NHL. We'll touch on all the games, then give some DraftKings plays, recap the bets all at the end. We kick things off with a bit of a lopsided matchup, the Tampa Bay Lightning Minus 280 favorites on home ice against the Arizona Coyotes. The Desert Dogs are plus 220 on the road. Over-under set at six here. Tampa Bay finally got their first regulation win of the season, if you can believe that, on Tuesday in Pittsburgh. They lost to the Sabres the night before that, but I thought they were the better team five-on-five in that matchup against Buffalo, as they should be. I would expect Vasilevsky to get the call again in this game. He did start Tuesday against Pittsburgh when they got the win. Tampa's got some days off after this one. So no reason to go to the backup in this situation. I I do think it will be Vasilevsky getting the call. Arizona still searching for that first win of the season. And if you look at their schedule over the next four days, I think they're going to be searching a little longer for that first win. Tampa Bay on Thursday in Washington on Friday in Carolina on Sunday for an early game. That's just a gauntlet. Three road games in four days for a brutal team like Arizona. I I think this could get a lot worse for them before maybe it gets better. Near the bottom in almost every statistical category, 32nd in goals allowed, 32nd on the penalty kill as well. I think Tampa is the only way to play this. I'm not a big parlay guy. Certainly in the NHL, parlaying favorites, I think is pretty dangerous. But if you if you want to do a Thursday party parlay with the Thursday night football or uh, maybe some other hockey games, some basketball games, I would support Tampa as a parlay piece if you're into that sort of thing. I'm going to look towards the puck line, minus one and a half, minus 110 on the puck line for Tampa Bay. I think they win this by multiple goals. So, uh, you know, minus 110 on the puck line, I think is pretty fair value on DraftKings Sportsbook for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Moving right along, we've got the red hot Calgary Flames in Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins. Calgary Road Dogs here at even money. Pittsburgh minus 110 on home ice or minus 120 on home ice over under set at six here for this game. The Flames, like I said, are red hot looking to finish off a perfect five game road trip. Fifth road game in eight days for them, but it really doesn't seem to be phasing Calgary whatsoever. Ten goals in their last two games as they put up a couple of five spots, one on the Rangers and one on the New Jersey Devils. I would expect Jacob Markstrom to get the call between the pipes for Calgary here. Daniel Darth Vlader uh, has had a couple of wins on this road trip for the Flames, but I think Markstrom gets this one to close things out before they head back to Calgary. As for the Pens, the injuries seem to finally catch up to them in a 5-1 loss to Tampa on Tuesday, but overall they've been really impressive with a lot of these players out. Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Rust, Carter. It's a laundry list of injuries for the Pittsburgh Penguins. There's speculation that they could possibly get Sidney Crosby back for this game. He's been skating with the team. He practiced with the team on Wednesday, so maybe keep an eye on that if you're looking to bet on this game. Either way, I'm taking the Flames. I'm just going to blindly bet them at plus money. They've made a believer out of me. I was not high on the Flames going into this season at all, but I've really liked what I've seen from them. It seems like they're buying into what Daryl Sutter is selling there. So maybe take a look and see what happens with Sidney Crosby. If he does get announced that he's going to be in and he's active for this game, I'm sure that'll drive the line a little bit more towards Pittsburgh. So maybe you can even get a better price on Calgary if you are interested in betting on them. Moving right along, great matchup here. Two teams I consider cup contenders this year, Carolina 
minus 130 favorites on home ice against the Boston Bruins, plus 110 on the road, over under set at six for this game. The Bruins will be playing the second half of a road back-to-back, a really difficult road back-to-back at that. Uh, They got Florida on Wednesday night. I would expect Jeremy Swayman to get the start in this one as Olmark is getting the call against the Panthers on Wednesday night. The Canes are a perfect 5-0 to start the year. All five wins coming in regulation. They actually would have covered the puck line in every single game if it wasn't for a late Philip Forsberg goal in the Nashville Predators game. They should be well-rested. They haven't played since Monday when they just dominated the Maple Leafs start to finish in that game. I like Carolina here. I, I think they continue to roll. This is just a better spot for them, like I said, with Boston playing the second half of a road back-to-back. I'm not nuts about laying the minus 130 price against the Bruins, but I really like the price DraftKings is offering on on the puck line. Minus one and a half, plus 205 for Carolina to win by a couple goals. I think there's some value there at at over plus 200 for Carolina to win by multiple goals. So I'm going to roll with that play. We roll right along. We go to the Central Division for a a pivotal matchup here. The St. Louis Blues, even money on home ice. Uh, Home dogs, if you can believe it, the way that St. Louis is playing. And Colorado, minus 125 on the road. Over-under set at six for this game. Avs only one regulation win this season, and it came in the first game of the year against the Chicago Blackhawks. They lost to a banged-up Vegas Gold Knights team on Tuesday. It was a really disappointing effort. I don't think they deserve to be road road favorites at the moment. I really don't. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with with the preseason perception of Colorado. And I do think the Avs will figure it out eventually. They're just not playing great hockey right now. So I can't back them as road favorites at the moment until I see something different. The Blues, perfect 5-0 to start the year, all in regulation and all covering the puck line. They've just been dominating teams start to finish, playing really well offensively, scoring a lot of goals. They did beat the Avs 5-3 earlier in the season. So this is the second time these two teams have met. Blues are first in the league on the penalty kill, second in the league on the power play. So special teams are just rolling on all cylinders here for St. Louis. O'Reilly is out. Ryan O'Reilly is out for for the Blues in this game. So that's going to be tricky for them moving forward. I'm not going to make a play on this game. I do feel like this could be a chance for Colorado to get right and and just get a big game against the divisional opponent and start to get some good vibes going. But I, I would still lean towards the Blues on home ice at plus money the way that they're playing. I just don't believe Colorado deserves to be a road favorite right now. Moving right along, a less sexy game here, the Anaheim Ducks, minus 130 on home ice against the Buffalo Sabres, plus 110 on the road, over-under set at five and a half for this game. The Sabres, surprising, 4-1-1 to start the season, kicking off their California-slash-Seattle road trip, second in the league in goals allowed right now for Buffalo. Yes, the the stalwart defensive Buffalo Sabres, uh, they're getting great goaltending from 100-year-old Craig Anderson, so I don't know where some of this is coming from or if it's sustainable for Buffalo, but... Credit to the to, to the Sabres and the fans in Buffalo. It's been a really rough last decade for them. So it's nice to see them at least winning some games here. The Ducks, on the other hand, it's not going well for them. They've lost four games in a row, and it was just a brutal, heartbreaking loss to Winnipeg on Tuesday. They had that game late. Not only they lose it, but they lose it in regulation, and they don't even pick up a point. So that was a tough one. We'll see how, they, how they're able to rebound from that. They're scoring a lot. They're giving up a lot of goals. They've actually been a really exciting team to watch, which I didn't see coming with the Ducks. No play on a side for this game for me, but I would take a look at the total, maybe lean towards the over five and a half goals for that offense to continue for Anaheim, maybe trade some chances uh, with a couple teams that I don't think we expected much out of going into this year. 
Next game on the card, the Vancouver Canucks, minus 115 favorites on home ice against the Philadelphia Flyers, minus 105 on the road, over-under set at six for this one. Philadelphia will be playing the second half of a road back-to-back. They've got Connor McDavid and the Oilers on Wednesday night. I'd expect Martin Jones to get the call for this game as Carter Hart is facing Edmonton on, on Wednesday. And Martin Jones looked good against Boston last week. So not not a, a guy I'd be really worried about going into this game. Canucks lost their home opener to Minnesota 3-2 on Tuesday, but they looked good after the first period. I thought they started poorly in that game. They found it as the game went on. I like the Canucks. I think this is a better spot for them here. Like I said, Philly playing the second half of a road back-to-back, and I just think this is a good spot for Vancouver to get their first home win. So I'll be looking to play the Canucks as a short favorite, only minus 115 here on home ice. Next game here, the LA Kings. Even money uh, on home ice as as home underdogs. The Winnipeg Jets minus 120 favorites on the road. Over-under set at six for this game. The Jets kicked off their California trip like we mentioned earlier uh, when we talked about the Anaheim Ducks. They kicked off this Cali trip with a crazy comeback late against Anaheim. A couple of Nick Ehlers goals. Three straight wins now for Winnipeg as it seems like they're finding their game. At the very least, they're finding their offense. 20 goals in their last four games with no Mark Shifley in the lineup. So a lot of guys are scoring, uh, producing for this Winnipeg Jets team right now. Kings, on the other hand, complete opposite story. They've lost five games in a row, shut out by St. Louis on Monday. I believe they're playing better than their record shows. They're actually first in the league in terms of shots on goal per game right now and 28th in the league in shooting percentage. So I think that balances out. The Kings are are creating a lot of chances. They're just not going in for them right now. But a couple of brutal injuries on the blue line. Drew Doughty's out long term. Now Sean Walker's out for the season as well. So a couple top blue liners out for the Kings. I'm going to have to stay away from this game. I would initially have, have leaned the Kings if they were healthy as home dogs, but that blue line is going to get tested. I don't even know who's going to be playing for the Kings on the back end on Thursday night. So it's a pass for me. I'd probably have to lean towards the Jets the way that they're rolling offensively. Next game, the Seattle Kraken plus 115 home underdogs against the Minnesota Wild. The Wild minus 135 favorites on the road in this game. Over under is set at six. Wild are five and one to start the season. Another impressive showing on Tuesday in in Vancouver. I really liked what I saw from Minnesota. Just a a unit that can roll all four lines. They play really well defensively. They get good goaltending top to bottom. I, I think this is a team to be reckoned with this year. The Kraken finally got that first win in franchise history against Montreal on Tuesday. So that was nice to see, but everyone's beating Montreal. All due respect to the Kraken. Uh, the only the only win Montreal's had was against Detroit over the weekend. The Seattle's really struggling to get production from forwards. They, they've had some goals from the back end. Tanev did score a couple goals. Yanni Gord looked good in that game against Montreal, but I like Minnesota in this game. I just think they're a much better team. I feel like this price should be closer to minus 150, maybe even minus 160. So a minus 135 play on the money line for Minnesota, I think is the the right side here. Maybe a look to the puck line. DraftKings is offering plus 175 for the puck line on Minnesota. So I would give that a look, even though they are on the road here in Seattle. Last game on the card, the San Jose Sharks hosting the Montreal Canadiens. San Jose minus 140 on home ice. Montreal plus 120 underdogs on the road. Over-under set at six. Like I said, the, these, the Habs are no good. They got smoked by Seattle 5-1 on Tuesday. Uh, apparently, they were at the Seahawks game the night before, so I don't know. Maybe they got into a, a few beers. It didn't really work out for them. Scored, they scored more than one goal just once this season, and that came against a game, uh, a game against Detroit on, on the weekend on Saturday where it seemed like everything was going in for them. 
This is the Sharks' first game home after a five-game road trip, which is a spot I usually like to fade teams uh, at. They went three and two on that road trip. They looked really, really good, uh, playing well defensively, getting decent play out of their expensive blue liners. Like uh, the blue line is expensive, and it's going to be for a long time in San Jose. But you got to be happy if you're a Sharks fan with what you're seeing from guys like Eric Carlson and Brent Burns right now. No play on a side here. I'm not going to lay minus 140 chalk with the Sharks coming back from a long road trip. And I just don't trust Montreal right now at almost any price. So I would lean towards the under six uh, goals here. I, I do think it will tend to be low scoring. Montreal just can't score at all. The Sharks, like I said, are, are playing well defensively, but that one will be a pass for me. To recap the bets, we like Tampa Bay minus one and a half, uh, minus 110 on the puck line. The Calgary Flames at any sort of plus money. Wait for the Sidney Crosby injury news. Maybe you can get a better price there. The Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line, plus 205 against Boston. Vancouver, minus 115. And the Minnesota Wild, minus 135, with a look towards the puck line there as well. As for DraftKings, Tampa Bay is going to be a popular stack, as will anybody playing the Arizona Coyotes this year. But there are a few affordable options on Tampa, surprisingly enough. Braden Point's only $6,200. Alex Kalorn's $4,200. Anthony Sorelli's only $3,500. So I believe these will be popular plays. If you want to play them, just know that it's probably going to come with some ownership as uh, no surprise people were going to, were, are going to want to be on Tampa against the Yotes. Apparently, our guy, Andrew Kopp, is no longer a secret. We used him last week, $5,900 now. He's creeping up close to that $6,000 range, which is probably where he should be. He's playing over 20 minutes a night for Winnipeg, and he just looks really, really good. Contract year, Andrew Kopp as well. If you want some cheaper options as part of the Winnipeg top six, Paul Stasny, $4,300. Pierre-Luc Dubois, $4,800 are also good options in that Winnipeg top six. Uh, and, you know, we're going after Winnipeg because we're targeting that Kings back end with, with Dowdy and Walker out. But if you actually want a piece of that Kings back end, who's going to take over for those guys, get those minutes? It's going to be Matt Roy. And he's only $3,600 on DraftKings. He's going to get that, that first power play time. He played 28 minutes the other night. There's just really nobody else back there. Uh, you know, he can get it done offensively. And I just think he's in a good spot. So if you're looking for that cheap blue liner to plug into your lineup, I think Matt Roy could be a good option on Thursday. The Blues are a team to look at as well, scoring a lot. Ryan O'Reilly is out of the lineup, but Vladimir Tarasenko is only $5,700. Jordan Cairo is another one to look at if you want to go cheaper. The Barber, Barbashev, $3,100 there. Uh, Philly-Vancouver is another game I think you could take a look at for DraftKings. Sean Couturier is only $6,500. That just seems way too cheap in a game against Vancouver where there could be some goals. On the Canucks side of the ledger, Brock Besser, Bo Horvat, Tanner Pearson, those are some relatively cheap options in that top six for Vancouver. And another game that we can look at, maybe a sneakier game that, that people won't be playing as much, Buffalo and Anaheim. And there's a couple ducks here that I think are worth a look. Trevor Zegras is only $4,400. I think that price is going to go up as the season goes along. It was a bit of a slow start for, for Trevor's egress, uh, but he's found it a couple points the other night. Nice snipe. So $4,400 for Trevor's egress and Troy Terry at $3,600. Guy's on a nice point streak right now, and he's playing well, so I'd give a look to him. That's it for me today. Good luck with all your bets and your lineups. Remember to like the show, and I'll catch you all next week. Mm -hmm.